Hey friends, and welcome back to The Sandwich, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. Okay, so if you are a regular listener, you noticed I kind of vanished. And I think I've got to be a little easy on myself because there is this perfectionist tendency where if I stop showing up as consistently as I usually show up, I'm like, well, I just can't come back now. It's been too long. I can't remember how to do any of this. And I like kind of spiral inwards. So this is me stopping said spiral. So how's everyone doing? (laughs) We have survived the first week of back to school. I'm recording this on a Friday. There have been some feelings about all of it. And I thought what I would do today is share with you where we're at with the Sandwich Podcast, what you can expect in the next coming weeks, where I'm at uh, with, you know, emotions because this time of year can be quite there's a lot going on so some people I'm noticing there's a lot of conversations about mental health and uh, yeah so let's talk about it did you know that I also make YouTube videos I have been a content creator on YouTube since 2012 that is seven years friends seven years of videos of my face and other things are on the internet, which is kind of awesome. If you found me through this podcast, thanks for being here. I appreciate the support. And if you want a little bit more, head over to youtube.com forward slash Amanda Muse and subscribe. I put videos out twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays, from a range of topics, from rant videos about how I was shamed for self-care, to relationship videos about my husband and I being in an age gap relationship, to vlogs, travel experiences, it's all there. Head to youtube.com forward slash Amanda Muse and subscribe. time I sat down and had this kind of one-on-one conversation with you I think was like July 16. That is some time ago and what I did over the summer to kind of give myself a little bit of breathing room with you know content creation is revisit some of the old favorites for the podcast and um, the reception from you guys has been great because I know not everyone's listened from the beginning or maybe you didn't catch every episode uh, but it's a chance for you to kind of take a listen to where we've come and and some of the conversations we've had. So I've enjoyed that part of it. And I thank you for listening and engaging on those. And as a result, naturally, is is that if I'm not producing as much content, I can just take a little breather. And this summer, guys, this summer, a lot took place. There were a lot of amazing things, most of them really positive, but you know, they can take a toll. So I'll just list off some of the highlights. Well, actually, before I get into that, what I will say is I am tempted to take a little bit of a break in order to prepare for season four of the podcast. So there may be one or two, you know, revisit episodes, but my intent is to come back fresh in October with some great content for you guys. I won't confirm the date just yet just because I'm I'm getting I'm getting established right now and I'm sort of getting myself organized and figuring out 
what I want the next season to look like. I have some people that I've met over the last few months and I've just said, oh my God, we need to do a podcast about this. I love talking to you guys just like this, but I also really enjoy interviewing people whether it's them as as a as a specific person of interest or a, a, you know a conversation about a topic that's very interesting so i enjoy both of those types of conversations so you know i really 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 want to want to get back to some of those but what was i talking about summer oh yeah so then I'm kind of all over the place, forgive me. I tell you, it's like, it's not like riding a bike. You kind of remember how to do it, but then you kind of forget. So yeah, it's going to be just kind of piecemealing it here and there um, over the next few weeks and then come back strong in October. So I just need a little, I need a little break, honestly, is what I'm realizing. Let's get into the mental health stuff. We are in the midst of this move and You know, I wish I could say that we're totally comfortable and everything's, you know, done and all the walls are painted and that is not the case. We had a really busy summer. Just to break it down, I know a lot of you already know this, but for those that are like, what what happened? What was so busy? So we moved June 28th or something like that. Dean's birthday was the 29th and then Jack had his surgery, which was removing his tonsils and his adenoids on July 2nd. So that in itself was a big whirlwind. And, you know, the thing is when you're moving, there's a lot of emotions behind moving. It's it's an emotional experience. You know, we naturally are tied to places and things. And there was so many memories we had in that beautiful home. So it was, you know, a bit bittersweet to leave it, though I'm excited for the family that's moved in. Um, But you know, here you go, you move, you move into the new place. Well, now, you know, you're getting comfortable with the new sounds in the home and, you know, your new routines and where is everything going and can I find anything and is the Wi-Fi set up and like all the little things. So there's that like stress, you know, that comes with that kind of thing. And I have to admit, I may not have showed fear or expressed how stressed out I was about Jack's surgery, but I was very, very stressed out about his surgery. I have this weird thing, and I don't know if it's like comes with being a mother or what, but I have this fear of something terrible happening to my kid while they have to be put under anesthetic for the surgery. And so I was like super freaked out. I seemed to keep my shit together a little. Uh, and then that recovery was pure hell. It was it was a lot. <laughs> so hard. Oh my gosh. I know a lot of you guys followed along on Instagram. It was intense. Yeah. Like I think I did a video. I did do a video about, you know, that whole process. If you're curious, if your kid is a potential candidate for it, maybe watch that video first because I don't regret doing it, but I, I'm almost glad I didn't know how hard that recovery was going to be because I don't know if it would have swayed me. Honestly, it was that challenging. So there was that. So that kind of dipped into the beginning of summer. And then then we got into a nice routine. The kids made friends with neighbors, as did I. The backyard was amazing. We got so much use out of our pool. You know, we have one of those pools you put together on your own and it's like you can put it away in the fall. I love those pools and they're deep and all. Oh, we had so much fun. So that was awesome. Um, you know, we... We just had like, I feel like I I had a lot of fun with the kids, but Dean worked a ton and he was away a lot this summer. So he is kind of like the worker bee around the house for getting all sorts of the renovations done. And it's not like there's massive renos, but it's, it's little things like 
For example, you know, Dean at present has actually just stepped out to get paint to paint up the living room. But before we could start painting, it's kind of like this chicken before the egg thing. The living room ceiling uh, was popcorn ceiling and we don't love the look of it. Who does really? So it's like, okay, well, do you half-ass a job or do you use your whole ass? You know, it's like, do we paint the walls, get established, then decide a year down the road that we want to remove the popcorn ceiling? Well, no, do it now. So he, you know, went to great lengths to remove this popcorn ceiling. But of course, he's also working and it's summer, which means when he's not working, we also want to spend time with him. So it was honestly, it was a whole lot of shuffling back and forth giving Dean the space to do some of the renos but then I'm working too like I don't take summers off really and as a creator fall tends to be quite a nice busy time like always the change of season hey if you think about the way sponsorships are done in campaigns and things um, there's always like a little bit of a, a busy bottleneck period in the fall you know during holiday time during springtime and then back to fall you know it kind of does this little cyclical thing so I got really busy there for a couple of weeks and I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> like literally, I've had this personal goal where I try not to stay up past midnight. I'm even trying to avoid my after dinner coffee. And if you know me, I really enjoy an evening coffee, but I find like I'm trying to like basically break habits that I have for sleep because I'm realizing I'm getting older and sleep is really important. And in order for me to stay creative and motivated, I need to, I need to have healthy sleep habits. Goodness me. That's a conversation for another day. But all of that to say, we really did not get much done in terms of, you know, painting and getting comfortable and really placing our own mark on this home and it's funny because like in my mind I knew fall would be when we were able to get back at it again but Dean kind of had it in his head that like oh no it's going to be done quick and we'll be done in the summer and I was looking at him like are you sure you know like the kids are home they're still children and like want to hang out with us and are at that age where they're very independent but you know you're still making meals and snacks and all these little things so I know like we both feel kind of frustrated right now because things are not where we want them to be around the home and we're both home people like who isn't a little creature of comforts and home and coziness and stuff and we both feel like oh my god there's not enough hours in the day to get this shit done so kids are back in school um, we finally have time to do that. So more information on that. In fact, today I actually had uh, a fellow come by and talk to me about windows. So I've got the window plan for my office. I am so freaking excited to get this window put in here. Um, I'll talk about my mental health in a moment, but let's just say sitting in a windowless room, not inspiring. And I sit in this room a ton to record, to just do things. And it's not nice. So this, that window... <laughs> total game changer. Um, coming back to summer with the kids. So, you know, here we are trying to juggle all the grown-up adult responsibilities while also having fun. Fun we had. We went to Prince Edward Island. It was such an amazing vacation. In fact, I have part one of the holiday vlog over on YouTube. So if you want to check that out, if I remember, I'll put a link below. But it's it was just so good. And I thoroughly enjoyed that vacation. It was exactly what we needed. I have to admit, I put a lot of pressure on myself to to really like be zen and try to not work and try to stay calm. Like not calm, but like try to really ground myself. And I couldn't really do it. Like I had trouble sleeping. So that's one thing. Um, 
I also had some things I had to do while I was there for work stuff. And I feel like with the nature of my work, it's very hard to step away. So it's funny because here I was thinking I would really like pause life for work while I was in PEI, but actually it happened after the fact. So I was still producing content and doing what I needed to do while I was away. And then we came back and I was like, wow, that was an amazing vacation. I then hosted my siblings, which was awesome. I had all my my brother and my sister, their partners, their families over. That was amazing. Then I hosted my cousins who were kind of like, actually my kids' ages kind of, a little bit older. So that was amazing. But then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, it's back to school. I have to get all the things for back to school, get everybody ready. So as all of that's happening, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to push pause for a moment and YouTube and everything can wait. I'm very active on Instagram and I find it very easy to do that. But I'm like, I'm just going to wait a moment. I'm not going to sit in my office. I'm going to be present with the kids. We're going to do fun things. And we did. And I'm really proud of myself for doing that. Oh, I should add that I was sort of doing all of the solo parenting. And there's so many people that this word is so damn triggering. And I don't know why. I don't know why. It's other people's shit they're projecting on me. I was by myself. Dean was away for 10 solid days. It was a lot. And it was like vacation. He was home for a day and then he left for 10 days. So yeah, I about near had a breakdown. Um, Not because I can't handle it, but just because there's so much pressure sometimes that parents, and I'm just speaking for myself, that I can put on myself for my own output. And I'm like, goodness me, Amanda, you are not a robot. Like you cannot produce at the same capacity during summer vacation that you can do when the kids are in school and you have hours to yourself like it's not possible like when am I going to sleep so I really just had to be realistic with myself and just like pause all of you guys p.s are awesome and you're just like yeah girl we'll see you when you're back (laughs) just don't be away for too long so in my mind I feel like like I have just stepped away and it's been like weeks when really it's not it's it's like It's been two weeks. It's not a big deal. I get a lot of questions about things I share on Instagram. Things like my blue blocking glasses I wear when I'm playing on my phone into the evening, or books that I'm using to help educate my kids about their bodies and have the talk. Either way, all of these things are very easy to find on my Amazon shop. If you head to amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Amanda Muse, you will see all my top picks. Everything I use from my day-to-day life will be there. And also, by starting your Amazon purchases in my shop, you help support the show. So head to amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Amanda Muse. Link in show notes. It's not even outside pressures on me. It's my own expectation of myself that I'm struggling with. So that's kind of been an interesting dilemma. Um, In terms of, you know, all of the back to school stuff, we did end up having to switch schools. And I had a lot of questions like, oh, I thought you guys weren't switching schools and I thought the kids were going to stay and that was going to be an easier transition. So here's what happened. Over the course of summer, I kind of I kind of had it in the back of my mind, like maybe we should consider switching schools. And the reasoning behind it is this, you know, when you're in elementary school, then, you know, all of the kids from that school tend to go to the same one or two 
I guess there's middle school in Ontario. I don't know. But you know, you'd all go to the next school together and you sort of go through all these phases together. So then I started realizing, well, technically we're out of boundary for the old school. So yeah, you could stay there till fifth or sixth grade or whatever it is. But then the second you go to the next school, you're out of bounds. So now you're locked into the schools that are local to our home. And now you're going to know no one. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, is it hard now or is it hard later? Because right now, both kids are at an age where making friends is a lot easier. You know, you're not dealing with teenagers and all the feelings and challenges that come along with that phase of parenting and of life for them. And I thought, screw it, we're changing schools now. That way you make friends in your neighborhood. You then go to the next level of school together, which is obviously a few years down the road, but it just makes it easier now. And so it was a tough decision. It was, it took me like a couple of weeks. Um, like I knew that we were always going to change once, once I made up my mind and was like, yeah, this is what we're doing. And Dean was on, well, I was going to say Dean was on board, but actually he wasn't entirely on board because he was like, well, just drive them. It's not a big deal. Well, then you start thinking about it and you're just like, actually, it kind of is a big deal. It's like 20 minutes one way, one way, and then 20 minutes home. And then again, at the end of the day, and then add snow because we live in Ontario and we live in a snow belt, like hello. So, you know, Jack was pretty cool with the change. Esme, not so much. She's the one who had friends that she's been in the same class with since grade one with some of those kids. Because in Ontario, with the French immersion program, uh, within the public school system, you tend to be with the same kids. Like you have to, like if you want to be in French immersion, you got to decide in grade one. And then that's it. You stay from grade one onwards. Like you can't come in at grade three and want to be in French immersion. That's not really how they do it. So what happens is from grade one and as the years go by, kids tend to trickle out of the program naturally if they're not, you know, doing well in school or it's just not of interest or whatever. Um, And so the classes tend to get smaller as you go up in grades. And it's like it's good and bad. Like you're with the same kids. So like these friendships are very strong. But then on the flip side, you're also with the same kids. So if you have any bullying issues or your kid is not having the easiest time making new friends because they're always with the same kids. All of that to say, it was freaking hard to make that decision. And I really had to work on Esme and speak about it in so many different ways to help her be confident with the decision. So we switched schools and like the whole lead up to the week before school, it was just like, I felt like I was just waiting for the waterworks, you know, like when are we going to have that that moment where it, the reality sets in of the change. And right now we were being like, you know, swayed and wooed with fancy new backpacks and new running shoes and the, and the concept of new friends. But then all of a sudden the reality is, oh my God, school starts tomorrow and I don't know anybody. There was a moment there. And as a parent, you know, you're trying to hold your shit together because you realize the gravity to your child, you know, may not be that big of a deal to me, really. But, you know, I, you know, I really consider how my kids are feeling about stuff. And I want them to feel like they have power and they're in control of their life to a certain degree. Um, And so it was tough. It was really tough. And thankfully, after a little bit of a hiccup, we are feeling really good about school. So we're day four. And it was really sweet. Like yesterday, Day one was rough. I'm going to tell you that much. And in fact, I may have Esme on here at some point to talk about it because it was rough for 
just different reasons. Um, you probably saw on Instagram, we had a hiccup with a mean girl. And then there was a situation where Esme was kind of singled out as a new kid, but like not in the best way. It was a misunderstanding. The teacher didn't mean anything by it. Uh, we addressed it right away and the problem was solved within like 24 hours, which was awesome. Um, also got a lot of feedback about that style of parenting and yeah so I think there's see there's another episode brewing there um about being your child's advocate and things but just all of that to say is like there was a lot of heavy heavy emotions (laughs) and I kind of feel like right now uh aside from being very you know much on my period and like emotions and tired and it's a rainy day and all of those things like I am drained this was a great summer so much positive change but so much of it kicked my ass honestly and I mean I am a force I believe I believe myself to be a force I can handle most shit I can handle anything that comes my way I just don't always handle it well and it doesn't always pass quickly so Yeah, it was a summer, guys. It was a summer. I'll tell you one thing that's actually made me feel really, it was like kind of like a win in my books. So Esme and Jack have had the same uh, kindergarten teacher. And in Ontario, we have junior kindergarten, which you start about four years old, and then senior kindergarten, and you're five in senior, so JK and SK. And most times in JK, you have a teacher, and then you have the same teacher for SK. And so Esme had um, this one teacher for SK, She actually skipped JK because I feel like she was too little. December baby. She was like three. No thanks. Um, So they had the same teacher. And I guess this year, Jack would have had a new teacher anyway because his kindergarten teacher jumped up to grade one. So that actually made me feel good because it was like, thank God, you know, like that was a change that was out of my control. And that was one of the factors that that was going to keep me at the old school was like, oh, but Jack would have had the same teacher. And so the fact that like that teacher switched out actually made me feel better so I was like that's a win um and yeah what's kind of here's another thing that's cool so I have this like core group of mom friends that I met when I first moved here um like one of them in JK right now was like two weeks old when I met this 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 family so that's kind of amazing so four and a bit years ago and uh lo and behold the girl, like the daughter of one of my friends, is in Esme's class. They're in a two-three split. So Esme's in grade three, she's in grade two. And I'm like, thank goodness of all the classes in all the schools. Isn't that just amazing that that class, Esme happens to know one of the girls and they're good friends and they're having a blast. And like even this morning, you know, we were, I was walking Esme over to her side of the school and the little girl was there and they ran up to each other and they gave each other a big hug. And I was like, Honestly, I'm all cool, calm on the outside, but on the inside, I'm just like, I'm happy dancing. I'm throwing confetti in the air. Like, what a damn dream. So I'm just thrilled because I've heard a lot about grade three, especially for girls being a really tricky year with friendships. And, you know, I saw my friend Joanna from Nesting Story talking about this on her Instagram. I think it was yesterday or the day before about how much of, you know, our confidence the way we feel about ourselves how much that impacts school um and how we really try to focus that you know on that concept with our kids since so I was saying to her oh my god you nailed it like you know what was it after the first day of school after we had that huge kind of meltdown with Esme we sat together and I sort of like gave her a little bit of a pep talk in a way that made sense for a seven-year-old but to say like you're allowed to take up space 
it's okay if you're not happy with how things went. Let's let's get a better understanding of why it went that way. But I never want her to feel like she's not allowed to be upset by things or she's not allowed to take up space. She is. She is allowed to say that that person bothering her is bu- is bothering her and that she's allowed to get resolution for it. Or if a teacher, you know, kind of interacts with her in a way that makes leaves her feeling bad, leaves her feeling less than, let's work through that. Let's the teacher I don't think probably knew what she was doing or she didn't realize it was going to impact her that way. Let's talk about that. And I I really hope that at the end of the day what it's doing is empowering her to know like I said, that she's allowed to take up space, that her feelings are valued, and that she's worthy of having a discussion. Does that mean it's always going to go her way? No. (laughs) Like, shit doesn't always go the way we want it. But as much as I'm being an advocate for her right now, what I'm hoping to do is teach her to be an advocate for herself. She may not have the, all the tools on how to handle life, and but that's why I'm here, you know? And so anyway, I feel very passionate about that. I'm very much in mom mode at the moment, I think is really what I'm trying to say. It's like, this is the beauty of having the job that I have is that I can say I'm pausing my job to be a mom right now. And that is a privilege because I know so many people would would love to be able to do that, but can't because they need to be in their office doing their work and don't have the ability to just like pop into their home office. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I totally appreciate the position I'm in. However, of course, naturally what happens is I haven't been working very much. And so I'm like, ah, I'm overwhelmed. I look at my email and it's like, geez, Oh, are you getting anything from this podcast today? This is like a therapy session, guys. This is what happens when you sit in a room talking to a microphone by yourself. <laughs> no one to bring me back on course. So I guess what I'll do is I'll finish off this episode because I've been rambling here for like over 20 minutes um, is to kind of share this mental health thing and like what's happening. Because I was telling Dean how I was, how I was feeling and he goes, you're kind of going through a thing right now. And I was like, you're right, I am. I'm just going to call it out and label what I'm feeling so that I can like work through it and get to the other side of this experience. Um, but I think I've used the word in this episode, like I was overwhelmed. It was a lot and I'm just taking a moment to breathe. And trying to give myself the grace in order to do that, to say it's okay to be taking a little longer to edit said video or to get your shit together or to get organized. Like it's not the end of the world, but don't quit. Just show up when you're ready kind of thing. Because sometimes I can personally feel like, oh my gosh, I've let everybody down. I didn't do that video. I didn't get that thing that I said I was going to do done. I should just, I should just never do it again. And that's that. I say that out loud and I'm like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Like, just come back when you're ready. (laughs) Right? So, um, you know, things that I'm focusing on right now for me, which I've been trying to do every day, is get on a walk that takes me at least 5,000 steps. So that's like about 45 minutes to an hour of walking. And I've been mostly doing that in a forest that's nearby my house. And I just love it. Like, I take one or two dogs, but I definitely um, take my dogs on multiple walks a day. It really clears my head. It's helping me get grounded. It's helping me to reconnect with me. I've been listening to podcasts that I enjoy, getting my brain ticking in that creative way that's not just thinking about activities for my family and what I need to do around the house and and trying to really get back into that routine because that's ultimately what happens for me. I love that routine. I love 
you know, I just, I love all that stuff. And so I'm just trying to get back into that and also find some time for myself. Um, I need to physically move my body in order to keep my brain sane. And I haven't been to the gym all summer because I, you know, I'm realizing that that just, I can't with the kids being the age they are. It's just does not work out for me right now. Um, And so I'm looking forward to get back, getting back into that habit of, you know, working out. I said to Dean, you know what I need? I need to like, just have that that experience where I'm disgustingly sweaty. I need to get the toxins out of me and just focus on that challenge of working out again. Um, you know, we also got a dog this summer, which a lot of you may think, oh my God, girl, you're insane. You have so much going on and now you're getting a dog. Ironically though, getting a dog is like this project that allows me to focus on a, on a task and forces me to get outside because sh- like, with my little shorty poo, Nora, does she need, you know, a two hour walk a day? She would like it, but she doesn't need it. Her needs are very different being a smaller dog, um, where honey like requires it. And so it truly forces me to get out of the house. I love the, the connection that I have with her. Um, it's, it's a different kind of experience. Like she's a higher en- energy animal. And so it's like, we're going to be taking some puppy training classes next month, hopefully. And it's like this little project that I have and I really enjoy it. Like it's, it's important to know where your passions lie and what your hobbies are. And sometimes you have to like take on a project that you know you're going to succeed at, but to remind yourself of like who you are and what you enjoy doing. I don't know if that sentence made any sense, but it's nice to have something just for me. Like I know a lot of us get like baby fever and like all that stuff. And I enjoyed my babies when they were babies, but I'm not willing to go back to that phase of life. But I'm kind of realizing like, oh my God, give me all the dogs to train. And I will be like, I will be a dog mom now for the rest of days until my kids grow up and hopefully give me grandbabies at some point to, to cuddle. But like, this is like my baby right now. And so I'm like at this different phase of life is ultimately what it comes down to. There's so much going on in my brain. Um, <laughs> God. Oh, man. I have to admit, so a friend of mine, Kate, makeshift mama on Instagram. She's a lovely woman. Um, she kind of reached out to me because I was having a hard day on Instagram a few days ago. And she's like, are you doing okay? And I responded and I said, yes. I said, I'm just, I'm struggling and I may as well share the struggle because if not, I don't know what I'm going to share because I'm just like in it right now. And she said, actually, I want to read you what she said because it nearly made me cry, but also to share the impact of when you share something like that, just like she didn't need to tell me that she didn't need to share, um, that, and it was to me a compliment with me, but it really made me feel so good. Where is she? Kate, makeshift mama. And actually, a little shout out to Kate. She's doing this whole thing for single mamas right now. So if you're interested, you should go. If you're a single mom, you could go check her out. Um, but what did she say? Oh, yeah. I said, I just basically said, oh, I've got a lot of, you know, a lot on my shoulders at the moment. And she goes, absolutely. You take it all in stride, though, mama. You make a lot of the hard shit look easy and then you're vulnerable AF when it's not. It's why we all love you so much. And honestly, I could like cry just reading that again because sometimes we forget our place. Sometimes we forget our power and sometimes we forget how we impact others. And we can, I can get lost just speaking for myself. I get lost a little bit in the day to day, in the responsibilities, in the what I need to do. 
Um, and I forget that like, it's not just me and a microphone. There is all of you. There's this beautiful community that I've created the, you know, the space for and that we've created together. And it's like, yeah, that's who I am. That is what I bring, you know, and each of us have our own unique and special gifts that we, you know, hopefully get to share with people. And so I just want to say thank you to all of you guys for supporting me all this time. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just kind of recalibrating at the minute. And so, like I said, for this episode, um, I just wanted to pop in and just say, hey, this is what's happening. This is where I am. Um, yeah, I'll be back. Uh, and, I, and I'll be back and shiny and all refreshed with a brand new season. I'm trying to decide if I want to make it themed or if I just want to like just, you know, get my powerful guests in with their powerful uh, conversations to be had and all that good stuff. So yeah, that's it. That's it. It's funny when you haven't done um, a podcast in a while, 30 minutes of chatting. It's like, can I take a nap now? (laughs) Oh, man. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. I'm back on YouTube with my video. So head over there. Uh, Links are going to be below and stay tuned for brand new sparkly episodes here. All right, guys, I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.